Stuff Central is brought to you by the highly advanced BMW Connected Drive technology. Stay connected with all that is happening in the tech world with Stuff Central and stay connected with everything happening in your world with BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. Good afternoon, BMW Connected Drive. How can I help? Hi, uh, I need a restaurant recommendation for a new client of mine, please. Uh, with a few specific requests, she's gluten intolerant, raw vegan, who only eats paleo and organic. Uh, oh, she's also banting. Find whatever you need with BMW Concierge Services, the personal assistant in your car that'll find anything you're looking for. From specific restaurants to the closest ATM, another innovation from BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. Well, here we are, Stuff Central, the uh, the remarkable yet easy to understand guide to everything technology on uh, on Cliff Central. You can reach us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com. I'm at Shapshack, and if you want to give us a call, the studio number is zero eight six one triple five one eight nine, and you can also get us through our WeChat official account called Cliff Central. So uh, this is uh, this is the week of many big events in the cellular world. Uh, tonight around the country are a number of launch events for the iPhone six, which is coming out today. Um, and uh, I have one in my hand. I can say it's very slick and very, very uh, uh, iPhone-esque. You know, it's very Apple-like. It's, you know, thin and desirable. Apple are very good at making the supermodel of smartphones. You know, I call them the uh, Cindy Crawford, but I'm not sure if anyone remembers that. I mean, you remember her, Jabu. I can see, you know, either that I'm just rambling and you're laughing at my rambling or... You know, you you no, you still no. remember you still remember supermodels and <laughs> and you still remember a life before you could just talk to your car and it could tell you where to go. If you're referring to the Aaron B singer, yes, I remember <laughs> <laughs> Cindy Crawford. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, joining me on the show is BMW's uh, BMW's man in charge of their connected drive, which of course is your uh, your highly sophisticated um, interactive way of dealing with drivers which we're going to get to in a moment but um before we get there jabu we're going to uh, so, i'm sorry i'm supposed to introduce you and you're supposed to say hello hello jabu hello how are you uh, i'm superb um but before we get there we're just going to run through a little bit of the news this week so i'm going to give you that jabu to take a look at okay and uh, give us your first impressions of the the iphone i mean uh what your feeling is i mean i know it's gold don't hate me <laughs> don't be a hater just that's the review model color um, first impressions, what do you think? Well, I'm not an iPhone user, um, but it looks good. It's light. Um, I think it's an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of get weary at this whole iPhone thing. I mean, I'm, I'm unusually excited, I must say. In, in, or in, in, I'm, I wouldn't know if that's the word. I mean, I'm just kind of, my interest is peaked because, um, because of, the, I suppose, the size difference, um, and the fact that the, the, the 6 Plus appears to be uh, something of an in-betweener phone, and I've chosen uncharacteristically for the bigger phone myself. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Shapshack's first rule of cell phone upgrades is that they are always uh, thinner, faster, have a bigger camera and a bigger screen, and ta-da! You know, so that's, the, that's, that's that. But um, uh, earlier this morning, there was an interesting launch by the quote-unquote underdogs of the cell phone industry because both Vodacom and MTN are having very big bashes tonight for the iPhone 6 launch and uh, little Celsi, quote-unquote, who, uh, you know, is, a th- is 13 years old and has 18 million customers, um, is uh, was launching a, a very interesting phone with Nokia. The, 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 well, not so much Nokia because uh, this week, of course, the other big news is that Microsoft is dropping the word Nokia from its Lumia phone. So it was the, the Microsoft uh, Lumia 730 that they were launching, which is a very clever in-between or mid-range phone. Runs Windows Phone 8, uh, has a very glossy-looking feel, uh, looks like the kind of uni block of the, you know, the, the, the Lumia 800s and 900 ranges, uh, but is actually 
um, a four thousand, four and a half thousand rand phone, and it has dual SIM, so two SIM cards, which uh, is usually something that the industry resists because you know if you you're the operator selling someone a phone, you don't want to sell them a phone with another SIM card slot so that they could be making calls on someone else's networks. But you know, Celsius still in a in a in a position where it's the challenger, and therefore it uh, it has to do something to to kind of pick up its uh, propositions. It really offers WhatsApp for free, which is, you know, something quite remarkable in terms of, of technology. I mean, it's kind of, I suppose, job of like adding, you know, one of the services of, a, of you know, that you'd pay for in a car for free just so people would buy it. I suppose that's the kind of cutthroat nature that the cell phone industry is in at the moment. Um, I really wish I could use like a motor racing analogy and it's the Vettel versus the you know, this Alonso versus the whatever, but I don't follow motor racing, so I'd be out of my depth. For for me, it's it's quite interesting, and I'm looking forward to this Windows uh, phones because, yeah. you know, the iOS and the Android has dominated for quite some time now. So it'll be, it will be really interesting to see how Windows do going forward. Well, the thing, <clears throat> the thing is with Windows Phone is it's just got such a tiny percentage of market share 3% globally and I don't think they'll ever get much bigger than that but they they do have a solid user base and frankly I think Windows Phone is a better operating system than Android I, I much prefer it you know I'm a I'm a I'm I'm I've, I kind of I don't know if I'm an Apple apologist or if I feel like I have to deliberately point out all the time that I am not an Apple apologist and that I like using the iPhone because it just works. You know, it's just yeah. easier. It's like yeah. it's like getting into a BMW. It just drives. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more now. <laughs> you know, it's like it just. I, I'm so. You know, the thing I do more often or not than not on on uh, on my phone is cut and paste text and edit text and do. That's what I do, and I. It's just better and easier on the iPhone, and actually Apple just works better. You know, like, you know, someone I know works at Microsoft said to me, he said, you know, I love what we're doing with Windows, Windows uh, interface, the Windows tablet. He said, but let me tell you, an iPad is just a thing of genius. He's like, and of course the story here relates is his grandmother who could just use it and it just works, you know, um, and uh, and. Uh, and that's the thing, you know, old people can use it. My mother's 86 uses her iPad with ease, plays words with friends. My young, you know, uses emails, does her banking, put the F&B app on it, you know, does mm-hmm. her Facebooking, it's hilarious. And then kids, like, you know, one, one year old kids can pick up an iPad and off they go. So, there should be competition, and it's a two-horse race, I suppose, between Apple and Android. But I agree with you. I'm, I'm a, I think the Windows Phone metaphors, they like to call it, is is quite a good one. I'm I'm, I'm not completely sold on the idea of live cloud, uh, live tiles. I mean, all they do is mm-hmm. show you the face of the person who's doing something. So it's not really that much information. Yeah. It's not really that useful. But um, there you have it. Anyway, um, it's been an interesting week uh, in terms of news. Uh, um, a big, big launches with the iPhones. Uh, quite a lot of, uh, of 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 news from MTN about their um, their figures. They're looking good. They're building up their numbers. Um, but uh, I suppose the biggest news of the week is that Microsoft is dropping the word Nokia, and it's uh, I suppose a, a terrible ignominious end to a really great famous brand that uh, that was once you know the, the 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 grand striding giant two out of three phones sold in the world 60% were nokia you know quite a quite a fall from grace and and unfortunate but nonetheless um the expertise lives on um more chaos at the at uh, at the SABC um uh 3.3 billion rand and uh, irregular Expenditure, uh, unaccounted for. Just, just another day, um, at, uh, just another day at the SABC. I know you can't say anything, but, um, I certainly can. Uh, just utterly bizarre. Uh, thank God we've got Claudi Motsuneng because, you know, of course he absolutely knows what he's doing. He certainly knows how to give himself an increase. Um, and, um, you know, and, and what's the latest saga? 
that that that's just kind of broken the uh, the chairman the chairperson of the board uh, Ellen Shabalala who has been shown to have lied about her her qualifications has tried to, is trying to interdict parliament i'm not sure if it's gone through about parliament because the inquiry that's looking into this is is likely to find her guilty of lying da-da, and recommend she's not eligible for the job and she's fighting it i mean it's like you know in the in the in the world of 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 morality where the the moral plane in the universe is is towards good and right and proper one would think um people who got caught out for lying about their qualifications wouldn't fight to maintain their jobs and wouldn't be allowed to fight to maintain their jobs. But then again, we live in Jacob Zuma's South Africa where um, fire pools abound. I've never actually heard of that phrase before, fire pool. You know, and I, I kind of, my mother's been a, a, an architect for 60 years. I can tell you it's a, it's a great new concept. Anyway, that is not our ambit. We are here to talk about technology and interesting things. And as I mentioned earlier, I have a poor man uh, from BMW can obviously not comment on anything to do with parliament or government or cell phone networks. But what Jabu can tell us about is this BMW connected drive. And I, I must say uh, and, and admit that I was like a little bit skeptical when I heard the whole thing. And I thought, Ugh, you know, it's like just a fancy way of saying that you've got an iPhone app. And yet when I saw what BMW offers, I was genuinely impressed. I think it takes things to the next level. I think it's more foresightful than the other manufacturers. And in fact, it shows what I think is, is the most important is that we're talking about a legacy company that's stuck in the way things used to be because it has lots of factories and, and expertise in the old way. But it shows the thinking is evolving towards the new way. And the new way is, is really going to be where things go on. So, Job, are you the, you know, the best person to do it? You're responsible for this, uh, this connected drive yeah, product. Yeah. Tell us about it and how it works. You're going to give a better explanation, I think, than I will. I think, in short, the concept behind connected drive is basically <clears throat> the fact that, I mean, if you look at, we're, we're just talking about smartphones now and, uh, smartphone development, uh, a lot of people basically expectations are that they want to stay connected um, in various aspects of their lives. Could be when you're at home, could be in the office and so forth. So why not in the car? So what Connected Drive basically is, has done is to create a telematic platform yeah. uh, where our customers can continue to stay connected to basically save them t- themselves time enough for things they would have done in the office and so forth and free up some time to do the things they love like spending time with their families and friends and so forth well it's a concierge service isn't it it's a it's the the idea is 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 unknown to people who haven't been stuck in a foreign city and needed to know where to go for lunch um but it's you know it's just a it's a it's a it's a human interaction of things that we we've started to assume technology would take over, I suppose. in one day you could you could be sitting in your car going, uh, Siri slash Cortana slash Google Now slash Connected Drive. Where can I go for lunch? Yes, I mean we also have uh, such features, like you said. Uh, Concierge gives you exactly that, um, where we basically have a, a BMW call center. It's, it's basically in Barcelona. Uh, yes. What you do from the car basically is to initiate using your iDrive a call um, to our call center and they'll basically give you any point of interest or any question that you might have and send it straight to your um, navigation system. It's really fantastic and I understand that's yep. the free service for the first couple of years. So the calls are free. The car, I mean, I, you, you just, you guys had me at the fact that the car comes with a SIM card. You know, the car's got its own hotspot. You know that yeah. I just love. You know, look, look, it's not it's not completely free. Um, I mean, the customer pays for when they buy the vehicle, and it depends yes. what vehicle you drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> if you, you oh, that old thing about buying the actual car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that right, that part. <laughs> yeah, so so the save is basically uh, if if you have them as standard in your car, like I said, it's model dependent. Um, basically, you will have that particular service. But once you've paid for it one time, you have it for a specific time. The maximum yeah. that we have currently is three years, and the minimum is a year, uh, which yeah. is the internet service that we offer at, 
it for 12 months at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if, you know, I've read some rumblings of people grumbling about it. And I wonder if that's because people just don't know what it's like to be able to ask somebody to do something for them. You know, you know, they, you know, it's, and the convenience that's, that's possible when you can do that, when you know you're just too busy and you don't have time. Really fantastic. It's like everyone having their own butler. Yep. You know, yeah. I want yeah. the guy, I, want, I picture my butler looking like the guy from Downton Abbey. Yeah. Um, why can't I remember his names? <laughs> He's so brilliant. He's so proper. You know, yeah. so brilliantly proper. Anyway, it's a, I suppose it's part of the evolution of motoring, isn't it? I mean, this is just one way of interfacing, which just happens to be which the way that's most convenient to us now. But I suppose as computer systems and mobile tracking systems get more aware and more sophisticated, what we're going to see is, uh, I suppose, a bit like Google now, wouldn't it be? Like something would be able to tell you, tell you, um, if you, uh, you know, where you are and what you're looking for, you know, if, would you like a, you know, I'm looking for lunch, will you in this part of Joburg and, you know, this great, great Portuguese chicken, three blocks left, you know, three blocks up on the left, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I suppose it'll evolve ultimately. But I, what I'm very interested in is, um, is these new, these new hybrid cars, the I cars, um, because that's like really, uh, I mean, the, the, this i3, I, was, I got to drive one in London. A friend of mine uh, was test driving it when I was there. I mean, that, the integration with an electric car gets much more sophisticated, right? I mean, you can, you can do things with your, with your phone, like use your phone and your app as a remote in a way, you know, that I suppose you've never been able yeah, to do with your yeah, car. Yeah. Some people might say that's very geeky, but I don't care. It's very cool. <laughs> you know, I can turn on my car with, with my remote or if it's a really hot day and I really detest getting into a hot car, I can turn on my aircon, you know, half an hour before I get into my car and it's yeah. ready and cool and yeah. lacquer my brew. I think I think for our market, the most important thing is the education behind what connected drive is actually is um, because, uh, as you rightfully said, a lot of people basically will be skeptical, thinking that they, um, if you could flash your car or if you can open your car using your phone, there is a security risk uh, and so forth. Or maybe if uh, BMW uh, call center is able to see where you are and send you a point of interest, then that is a risk to their private lives. Yeah. Um, however, that's not the case. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, if I can just take you through what Connected Drive basically uses as a source okay. of connectivity, we have a, a unit in the car. It's called Telematic Communication Box. In it, we have a SIM card. Yes. It's not a t- SIM card that you can take out and put on any other device. Yes. Um, but it's a chip that's welded onto that particular device. Okay. Um, that SIM card basically uses a Vodafone uh, network, so it's constantly roaming in the country. Yeah, and so it's, it's a global, it's a global yes, operator. Card. So yes, you you yes. know, same chip in any car, and it'll work anywhere. Yes, yes, yes. And and with that, basically, we have uh, seven features that we're offering in the market, which uh, uses the SIM card as a source. Uh, the the first two is the emergency calling yeah, uh, and the teleservice which is standard across all model ranges except X1 and Z4 okay. which are still the old generation cars so until such time they are the new generation cars okay. they'll also get the technology so if any kind of accident happens or if there's yeah. any it, it automatically calls yes yes. so um, basically we have two levels uh, with emergency calling uh, if your car gets into an accident it will automatically trigger uh, the emergency call to our call center, as well as send uh, information such as your crash level, whether the car was hit on the side or it rolled, um, or how many airbags deployed in the car and so forth, and including the, the, the GPS location of where the car would be at that time. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really useful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the manual level of it, basically, there will be, or the, the, the cars are installed with an SOS button, which is located next to the rear view mirror inside the car. Uh, with that, basically, if you have any type of an emergency while you're in the car or you want to help others as you're driving past the road, you can um, push the button. It will also send the information such as the GPS location and so forth and the information about your car and where you are. Yeah. So those are two services which are 
inclusive or they are switched on automatically by just installing that particular um, TCB or telemetry communication box, which is factory fitted. So that's a that's a very useful thing in an accident. What about um, uh, what, what, I mean, what is that just one of the features, or is that uh, the second one, which comes standard to all models, are, uh, is tele telecommunic uh, tele services. With tele services, basically the car is connected to the home dealership that it was bought from. Yes. Um, but the customers will be able to change uh, towards the, or they can change to their preferred service dealer. Uh, if they are relocating or for whatever reasons that they want to do so. But the car basically and the dealership uh, have a constant communication. The car sends the dealer um, uh, car status information, uh, whether your fluid levels are running low or your car requires services. So it's constantly pushing that information to the dealership. So they are able to contact you ahead of time and schedule appointments for whatever needs that your car might be sending to them. So that is our our second standard offer that we have across all ranges. That's really useful. I mean, that's I suppose speaks to customer service, doesn't it? Yep, yep. And what else? And we also have uh, connected drive services, which you get as a standard from five series. So it's five, six, X three, X five, X six, and uh, seven series. Uh, so what you get in there basically is an online portal. Uh, where you are able to see up-to-date news, weather forecast, and you can also receive your emails while you're in the car. Uh, will, it, will it read them to me? Yes, yes. Will yes. it reply and delete them for me? Now, what you do, basically we have a, a connected drive portal where customers can go register and link their car to the portal. Okay. So there they are able to create text templates that they can use to reply to emails. So while okay. you're driving, basically, the system only allows you to use the text templates. Okay, so I could reply, no, leave me alone. Leave me alone, <laughs> stop it. Yes, you can create that. <laughs> um, so the other feature that we have in, in that connected drive service is BMW apps. Um, what you do, uh, if you have an Android or iOS operated phone, you download the BMW connected app from uh, iStore or the Google Play Store, and you are able to basically plug your phone using the USB um, cable or snapped-in adapter, and you are able to view your Facebook and Twitter status or wiki, radio, and so forth, and you can stream Okay, radio that's well. really great. Yeah. So it'll show up on the screen. Yes, you know. and, and once again, while you're driving, you're not able to... Um, type anything on Facebook and so forth and the system reads it out to you basically instead of you having to so I can read out so that's useful that's useful Um, and then of course obviously I suppose you can control your music and do other things with it yes what about I mean you know one of my favorite apps of all time was is is Audible that Amazon has bought and it's just brilliant if you're not familiar with it it's this great audiobook reading app and it's I just I listen to so much stuff and I'm I'm really loving um uh, Bill Bryson's a, yeah. a short history of yeah. nearly everything. Is there? Is, I, I mean, it's not in the in the music app, but could I play that through the speakers as well? Yes, um, Audible is one of the BMW ready apps. Oh, hallelujah! So it, it will be part of. I mean, that, I could switch. <laughs> I could. I could buy a BMW for that alone. I kid. I kid you not. It's just. I, mean, I really is like reinvented having yep. to drive around for me. I mean, I'm always in my car. I listen to only so much radio. You know, I'm. You know, a couple of. EWN news bulletins yep. later, I'm yep. miserable and depressed at the state of humanity in our country, and all I want to do is listen to. Um, I think they're gripping. My fiance doesn't. The uh, the um, uh, histories of the Second World War. I've been reading and listening to. <laughs> they are. They're edging your seat stuff, dude. I trust. You. I swear to God, they are. And uh, Audible. Oh, I love that. Anyway, sorry, I was just. Uh, you were telling us yeah, about so, that. So Audible is, is is among several apps that are BMW ready. I mean, if you are a music person, we have um, what is called Deezer. With Deezer, basically, um, in in the US, they have Napster. So what you have is a platform where you download the app and you have a monthly subscription that you pay and you can stream music live from the car. So that is one of... Oh, that's great. Great. And actually, I do know... Uh, Aki Anastasio, who's a big fan of TuneIn Radio, 
asked about that recently and was told that that works as well. He's a, he showed me, he showed me that that was really great. I mean, it was like a clever, it's a really clever, he was listening to Greek radio. You know, yeah. Of course, Aki would listen to Greek radio. Oh, <laughs> fortunately, it's it's funny how you say you mention Aki's name now. I was with him for the past uh, few days. Uh, we were doing you poor man, <laughs> poor man. I yes. heard him on the radio. <laughs> oh, isn't he insufferable? Yeah. I do. I do a TV show with him. Drives me crazy. So good for him. Tuning is also part of the BMW yeah. uh, apps. Ready. Well, it's the um, it's the. Uh, it's the future of, of interactivity, isn't it? Um, what is, uh, there, there, there are a couple, one or two more. What are yes. the, um, the final we, we bits? Also, we also offer uh, RTTI, real-time traffic information. With that, basically, at this point in time, we only offer it with a professional navigation system. Okay. Uh, but we get up-to-date traffic uh, situation as you are traveling on the road, and it, the system is able to give you alternative routes as you are driving. So I think it's a yeah. cool feature to have given that in our major cities we have high density of, of traffic. So I think that comes in handy for most of our Yeah, motorists. I'd say. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I was skeptical at something like Google Now when it first launched. But, but you know, when, it's, when I'm using Google Maps and it tells me where and how congestion's coming, you know, without having to have a, a dedicated TomTom Tom used to offer that kind of service without having to have a dedicated GPS anymore. Yep. So the fact yep. that it's just there and easy to use, bang, yep. you know, fantastic. Yep. Um, and seeing that we've mentioned concierge already, um, the last one that we offer is basically remote services. Um, again, if you're using an Android or iOS phone, um, you're able to download the My Remote app. With that, you can perform functions such as uh, lock or unlock the vehicle. Uh, flash the headlights if you lost if you can't find your car in a big parking lot you can use it to find it and you can also find your car if you're within the I, I have this feeling that that <laughs> to find your car when it's lost is going to be a lot more people and a lot more men than would normally admit so I'm going to yes, be really yes. thrilled about that I'm you know I, I, I know those classic stories of people who've like oh my god my car's been stolen and they're on the wrong floor of the parking lot yeah yeah know. yeah I, my my solution is very analog. I walk around pushing the lock button till I hear the beep. Yeah, um, I, th- I think this feature will come in handy for for most people, including those who lock their keys inside the car. So yeah, morons. <laughs> I'm so, I look. I know it's you know it happens to everybody, but really, come on, you know, this day and age, it's like going out of the house without your phone on you. I mean, really, who does that anymore? <laughs> Actually, I did. <laughs> I did it last week. It was terrible. I did it and forgot my phone at home, drove all the way there, all the way back, got home and discovered I'd got the time wrong and I was supposed to be there. I was back in the car, drive through rush hour traffic. It was just an absurd waste of an hour and a half of my time. Anyway, had I had a BMW connected drive, that wouldn't have happened to me. Yes. Anyway, thank you very much, Shaba. That's been, uh, that's been great. I mean, it's the, the, the future of automotive, um, technology, is it not? So thank you very much for that. Thank you. We're uh, going to give you a little bit of a, of a piece of music. Here we go. Here's a break. When you hear the signal, it will be one broken down truck at Rigel Avenue past two. Wanneer die design hoor, is dit precies een stukkende vrachtmotor op Riegelaan na twee. Traffic jams are time, lost time. Real-time traffic information from BMW Connector Drive identifies traffic congestion areas and provides you with alternative routes. Another innovation from BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. I love that ad. I heard it on the radio earlier this week. I mean, I, I, um, I think it's brilliant. I used to phone that talking clock. I used to phone that talking clock to set my watch. I mean, in the days before network assigned time. Yeah, talking woman. Yeah, you know, so it's the actual woman. Oh, really? That's so cool. Oh, hello, Tracy from BMW telling me this through the studio window. The fact that I'm repeating what she's saying, sounding like a moron is because I was working out. No, it's, I thought that was brilliant. I wondered how you replicated the voice. I had such a nostalgic moment. You know, the next thing, the next thing we got to bring, bring back. Come on, come on. Somebody's got to do it. There's got to be a BMW ad in this where you come back and you do the whole Cremora ad. And there's no Camaro in the refrigerator. It's not inside. It's on top. 
It's not inside. It's on top. Come on. That'll be, that, that'll be like nostalgia incarnate. Do you know how many thousands of people will just like, why doesn't Cremora just run that just, you know, in the same like sketchy, crazy little frame? It'll be like a four by three inch thing. Anyway, um, just nostalgia, nostalgia aside, um, you know, it's interesting. I just, I, I've been thinking about smartwatches a lot because there have been some very clever, um, uh, new launches. Sony's got quite a clever watch. I saw some great functionality in it that I really liked, which was, um, when you were driving somewhere, navigating somewhere, it pushed the, uh, I mean, it integrates with Android, obviously. So it pushes the Google, the Google Maps screen to your wrist. So you're driving along and you're looking at your wrist and you can see turn left or turn right or do whatever. I thought that was really useful actually because you can just have your hands on the steering wheel, turn your wrist and have a look at it. I mean, I could just get one of those watches and like put it on my dashboard. You know, I don't know how, I don't laugh at me. I put it through like the juice drink holder or something, you know, just to have that functionality on the dashboard. Um, because I find that's a, that's one of the hard things of navigating, uh, with an iPhone. You have to have a way or a smartphone. You have to have a way to kind of, uh, attach it to something or the keyboard or, um, the, uh, I've got a great thing that I got, uh, from an iStore that lets you connect it. It's very small little, it's called an airframe and it lets you connect it to the, the port. Uh, the exit, the, 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 um, I've lost the ability to use the English language all of a sudden. The outflow port from the air conditioning, so it kind of clips onto that. So that's one of the really good uses of a, of a smartwatch, I could think. And I, I think we're kind of seeing the, like the version, version two or, you know, version three functionality where it's finally, uh, it's finally got some usefulness for, People over and above notifications. I don't really, I don't really know why we all get so excited about notifications on our phone. Like, oh God, now I get all those SMSs and WhatsApps and Twitter updates and Facebook updates and someone's requested you or be a friend on LinkedIn and blah, 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 blah. Why would I want to be spammed on my wrist when I'm already being spammed on my phone? You know, and a lot of that gets spammed, um, at me from the operating system. You know, I'm, 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 I have to find a way to turn off those LinkedIn requests. Not that I'm saying I'm popular. I'm just like, I just feel, I feel like there's an abundance of, of information and, and problems. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the, the, the sayings of the era is that, um, you know, we don't have, like Dave Duarte, um, said recently at the My World of Tomorrow conference, he said the problem isn't, um, dealing with too much information. The problem is filter failure. We need much better filters to filter out the information that we don't want. And and that just gets harder and harder in this digital world, and especially when we still operate with email because, you know, there's just so much constant bombardment. I was just wondering this week if if it's different for non-journalists um, who have to um, – not get as much email. I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's the way, uh, everybody else's inboxes are. People assure me it is. They get as much spam, but I, I seem to get an abundance of email from people who have a, a, uh, um, uh, have got hold of my email address, work for a PR firm, and because I'm a journalist, irrespective of what specific field or niche of a field I operate in, I get e- press releases for absolutely everything, including, you know, a, a utterly and irrelevant, unrelated things like the 30-year anniversary of a Greek restaurant. You know, even though I'm, you know, glad to see that people survive 30 years in a business that often doesn't do it. Like, what has it got to do with me? Um, so there's a combination of problems in the world, which is we consume too much information and we're bombarded with too much information that people send too much stuff to us, you know, and the, the, the more, the more and more of it, or the more of it we, we appear to be consuming on our smartphones, which is why, um, I have opted for the, um, I've opted for the, the, the iPhone 6 Plus. It's an interesting thought. You know, I mean, I, I, I know I edit a gadget magazine and, and, um, it's my job to test technology, but I, I really do not spend an enormous amount of time, um, 
debating what piece of gadget and where and how and what. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more pragmatic about that, and I, and I certainly haven't been on tender hooks waiting for the launch of the new iPhone. Um, I, I have spent a disproportionate amount of time worrying about fiber uh, to my new my new house. This has been much more you know of importance to me. But fiber is a utterly important, essential. Essential commodity in this day and age. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, the, the, the fact that I'm moving out of Parkhurst when the fiber reaches, finally reaches us is just kind of driving me insane, yeah, in, insane. But nonetheless, um, I, uh, I was playing with somebody's iPhone 6 Plus and they, um, I was playing with it and using it and thinking, yeah, you know, the phone's, the phone, the size of the screen's not that bad, actually. I, you know, I could live with that. And, and then I realized it was the 6. Plus, not the six, and um, the difference. I mean, I'm holding the, the the six and the five S in my hands at the moment. I mean, the the six is palpably lighter. I don't think the six plus is that much. You know, is not that much lighter than the the five S. But nonetheless, the the size of the screen has become important because we're watching. You know, we're talking earlier about the change of technology around cars and how much that's that is changing and how much of that is integrating into. Um, Devices and smart apps and apps that, you know, the apps that are designed to work on mobile are being designed to work in a car. You know, I love that idea. I love the idea that the, um, you know, these, uh, apps that I love, like Audible or Aki's favorite tune in radio are, are being customized for a car experience because, you know, that is, that is what differentiates manufacturers from other manufacturers and that I will choose a brand like BMW because I'm, you know, faithful to Audible and I love the fact that they understand Audible is something to use and, and, um, off we go. You know, I think it's a great choice, but, uh, the, the, the changing nature of mobile devices is that they just are no longer really, um, um, they just no longer, um, Phones, really, people make less and less phone calls. I seem to be the minority. I'm as heavy a phone voice user as I've always, always have been. Um, but, uh, the, the difference is as, as I look at things more and more, you know, I, I get a lot of PDFs. I look at a lot of sites that bastard Duncan McLeod of the clan McLeod who edits techcentral.co.za, um, scales his website to, you know, Big screen, big mobile desktop. I mean, desktop size screen. Although he is working on mobile, he tells me. So, you know, for things like that, having a having a, a larger phone is good. And I will eat humble pie. There are a whole bunch of people out there who are giggling and smirking. I'll I'll I will you know name you and apologize. Craig Flasher and Justin Hume and Andrew Fraser and Gordon MacArthur. Um, just off the top of my head, uh, all the people who have been telling me that I will, Dion Liebenberg, that I will want a bigger screen and my life will be better once I have a bigger screen. You are absolutely right. Uh, Leo McKay is another one. I do hear you. I, uh, I, I want to say this emphatically and publicly. You were right. Uh, a bigger screen is better. Um, but I have no regrets. I've been very happy with the size of my diminutive, uh, screen because I think it's been really helpful and uh, we are going to go for a short music break we will see you in a moment Show, kicking with your torso, boys getting high and the girls even more so. Wave your hands if you're not with a man. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. I got, you got, we got everybody. I got the gift, gonna stick it in the goal. It's time to move it by day.
the classes, music for your masses. Good, no head, no backstage passes. Have a proper giggle, I'll be quite polite. But when I rock the mic, I rock the mic. You got no love, then you're with the wrong man. It's time to move your body. If you can't get a girl, but your best friend can, it's time to move your body. As, as always happens at the time of a big significant launch like the iPhone 6, people ask about um, all the other phones that are available. And it's been very interesting. I've been playing with the uh, the Sony Z3 and the Z3 Compact. They're the new devices from, from Sony, which has just announced it's going to drop its low-end phones to focus on the premium devices. And I really... I really rate them highly. I think they're extraordinarily excellent devices. They are, they are really well built. They're really robust. They have a certain premium feel to them. I've been a fan of the Xperia Z Ultra, um, phablet, the six in phablet for a long time. It was one of the first devices that I saw in a really long time that I kind of looked at and went, wow, you know, and I, and I'm, Perhaps I'm overexposed. I see a lot of stuff all the time, but when I saw this device, I just went, "Wow, that is really fantastic!" I just, I just love that, and um, I use it a, a lot. I travel with it. I think it's really excellent. Um, and then the um, uh, the uh, the Z3 Compact kind of came out, and I and I just, I just, you know, they've they've been so excellent with these. Uh, um, these devices where they've managed to make them robust and waterproof and you know very tough and strong and still have this premium feel to them this premium quality you know the backs uh, glass it feels great it's uh, this, the, the 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 edges are made of steel the case around it it feels like a really good quality device um and you know very often when people manufacturers make a mini version of their flagship phone they have lesser features a smaller camera etc etc sony hasn't done that they've just made the screen a bit smaller and they've kept all the premium features in the z3 compact and i'm really really impressed with it and i i think um 
I think people give Samsung a hard time. One of the criticisms often about Samsung devices not being or feeling like the premium device that they are is that they have a, a clip-on cover at the back that feels very plasticky than you. S5 and, and Notes devices have a, have a different textured formatted back. Um, I, I think people are a little unforgiving in that, but they they might have a point. They buying a device they say is a premium device and it's got a, a clip off back. Um uh and yet the the Sony does and it manages to do this unibody really really effectively. And I know that Samsung's argument is they want to be able to swap batteries, which I, I agree with. I think that's a really great thing. I think it's useful to have um it's really useful to have an extra battery. Trust me, I'm I'm constantly wishing I could just pop the iPhone battery out and pop in a new one. Um, especially when I travel. Uh, but Sony just seems to have also found a way to be a premium product. They don't sell nearly as many units as Samsung. Um, but based on the, on the Z3 and Z3 compact, you just, you just don't know why they are really excellent and superb. I'm looking at them now. The, the, um, you know, the, the, the Z3 is kind of the size of the, um, of the, uh, the iPhone 6 and the Z3. Plus is the size, I mean the Z3 Compact is the size of the iPhone 6. The screen is an, like 0.1 of an inch smaller and the, and the Z3 is the size of the, of the iPhone 6 Plus. So, so very similarly sized phones and really beautiful. Um, uh, I've only got the 6 here so I can compare it to the Z Compact. Equitable in weight, maybe the six is the, the Z3 compact's a little bit heavier, but it's waterproof. You know, I just think that's such a useful thing. Um, you know, no one jumps in the pool anymore, you know, quote unquote, gets pushed in the pool when they need us an upgrade. Um, uh, as happens so often in the days until the insurance companies got wise and then refused to give people, uh, water damage upgrades. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you spill water on it on a desk or a table or, you know, I'm a bit of a klutz, I'll admit. Um, that's something that's really useful. So it's a, it's a great thing and it gives you like a level of, I think like a level of security. And I must say, I think that the finishings on the Z3 Compact are even slicker and more, um, premium than the the z3 itself which has got a very rounded bezel looks very similar to what we've seen from um from uh, uh apple in the past with the, the 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 rounded edges i think of the iphone 3 3 3gs so so that's that's it's so it's a very similar kind of rounded bezel as the as the iphone 6 has now you know um Apple has returned to this shape of things before, and I see the the iPad Mini and the iPad Air 2 have a very similar look and feel to the iPhone 6. And it's interesting how Apple moves backwards and forwards from this rounded corner of the first iPhones to the, you know, the 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 um, the beveled edges that we saw with the iPads as well to the square edges that we saw with the iPhone 5 and 5S, uh, 4 and 5, and now back to this rounded corner. And it's interesting, uh, not just because, you know, people will assume I'm some kind of Apple apologist and I, you know, I love to navel gaze about the, the size and shape of the ends of, of, um, uh, Apple products, especially because I'm in the studio alone pontificating about the news of the week because, uh, the, the, the co-hosts I invited forgot, but because, um, the way Apple does things influences the whole industry, like it or not, everybody else follows Apple and, and, um, some of the, uh, some of the things that, that, that Apple does now copies what was done in Android and backwards and forwards, you know, now that Apple has larger size screens and, uh, Android users love to proclaim, um, there was a great uh, uh, picture video that went around saying, you know, dear iPhone 6 users, welcome to 2012, We're, and lists all the features that the Nexus 4 had, including the size of the screen, 4.7 inch, NFC payments, that's near field communications, which the iPhone 6 now has 720p video resolution, blah, 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 blah. And of course, they're absolutely right, including that said Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod, there can be only one uh but in this instance, there were many people who sent me that joke. Uh, just reading our WeChat line. Thank you, Liron, sometimes co-host of this fine show, for uh, sending in a message about notification. Um, 
we're talking about the, the notifications from your phones migrating to a smartwatch and whether or not we want to be responding to that. And, um, uh, Liron's comment is, we've been conditioned to thinking we absolutely must reply and react to messages, emails, etc. as soon as they arrive or else the world will stop spinning and we will be fired or lose a client. Information overload is bad and I have to agree because um, we definitely have, you know, we live in this like instant response world uh, where people are expecting that. I am... Um, I'm uh, heading towards the end of the show, and uh, it's time, of course, for the pick or the pick on of the week. And I have to say, my pick of the week is uh, this batch of really excellent new smartphones, the the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, the Sony Z3 and Z3 Compact, really fantastic devices. Um, And uh, somebody's asking, what about the BlackBerry Passport? Well, I think that's a great phone if you like BlackBerry and if you like the Passport interface. It's interesting. My business partner and stuff is an ardent BlackBerry user. She uses the Q10 and loves it, loves the keyboard, but she didn't love the Passport at all. I thought it was a very clever interface, actually. I like that the three keys function as a kind of trackpad and that you can move and scroll and do whatever. I thought that was smart. Uh, I've always been impressed at the the text ability and the auto text and the auto complete ability of um, uh, the uh, BlackBerry operating system, BlackBerry 10. And the latest version, I must say, is really good. I think it's really, it's cutting edge, you know, brilliant stuff. It's just a pity that uh, the previous management at BlackBerry kind of managed to, you know, let everything fall to pieces as it did, and we've ended up with them having such a minuscule market share and be really on the outside looking in when they were, they could have, they could have, if they had been more nimble and taken Steve Jobs's uh, infamous, notorious, utterly essential advice to cannibalize yourself before someone else does, they might not be in this position. So yes, BlackBerry Passport, if you like it, I think it's great. Um, I do like the integration. I do like some of the clever stuff they've done. Um, and the devices themselves are pretty good. You can use a plug in a little extra, um, adapter that lets you have a full size USB plus a USB port so you can add, comp- uh, you know, comp- Bluetooth and or, uh, normal keyboards with a little wireless USB adapter. So you can turn your phone into quite a sophisticated device. Anyway, that has been Stuff Central on Cliff Central. I hope it's been good for you. I'm sorry if you are not an iPhone fan. I had actually invited someone specifically who was not an iPhone fan so we could have some lively debate, but uh, he did make it here. So uh, we will leave you with some pleasant tunes and see you again next week. Cheers. Why is Earth round, Dad? Because it's just the way it is, Sam. Why? Because it just is. But why? Because I said so, okay? That's why. But why? Tell me. Why, 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 Dad? Why? Get the answer to any question you have without delay. Introducing convenient 24-7 access to the web directly from your car with BMW Internet. Another innovation from BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. Stuff Central is brought to you by the new innovative BMW Connected Drive. Stay connected with all that matters tech-wise with us and stay connected with car technology that is driving you into the future. BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free.